Welcome to our first episode post people having listened to our first episode. And that then, really rolls off the tongue. <laughs> I gotta say, the reviews... Yeah, kind of. We're kind of good. We're kind of crushing it. Um, yeah. So uh, we released our first episode mm-hmm. on to yesterday. Like wild acclaim. To wild acclaim. We have so many followers on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, some of the things we've heard, um, it's that it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, that our chemistry is off the charts. Yes. Um, yes. I heard. One of my friends, or my cousin, actually said that um, we're going to go to hell uh-huh. because of what we said about, you know, Jesus Christ. Um, but she also said it was funny. Yeah, so, so that's what like, really matters. I don't care. Uh, none of that other shit yeah. means anything at all to me. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, seriously. feeling good, feeling like a real podcaster. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time this one's come out, you'll have heard uh, two more episodes since the first one. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, very um, exciting. We're going to keep them coming, folks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I guess we should start. Yeah, right. I guess we should probably start. Take off that jacket, rat boy. What are we doing today? Well, we're going to play another round of Riverdale Roulette. Yes! Uh, I love Riverdale Roulette. Should be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, we want to do our usual segment of... Hey, what's been going on in your life recently? Right, exactly. Since the last time we recorded. Uh, so, Taylor, hey, what's been going on in your life I, recently I'm since so the last time that we recorded? Asked. Um, so, I mean, first of all, I kind of have to go through... Figure skating is over, sadly. Yeah. Well, not, you know, not wah, like wah. as a sport. Like, the sport is still right, it's continuing, still, but still Olympics, Olympics are over. I'm sorry about that. It's okay. It's fine. Um, I, you know, I watched maybe one or two two events since the last mm-hmm. time we've recorded and I do have a couple of metaphors to go over. Amazing. I think you're really gonna like these. All right. Um, because they're both there's only two of them but they're both very Terry centric. Great. That's what I like to um, hear. So the first one Johnny said something about how it's all about using your legs and Terry said wow like a jump shot in basketball. Yeah. I, yeah, man. Right. <laughs> That's I like so that. true. I liked, I liked <laughs> it that. It is just like that. Seven yeah. out of seven for Terry. Right. Always. Sort of connecting to his own real yep. life experiences. Um, and then there was another one. This one I think you're really going to like. Okay. So the there are two skaters skating to... Um, Bridge Over Troubled Water by okay. Simon and Garfunkel. I like that. I think that's a good one. And they choice. had a few, you know, they had a few mishaps along the Uh-oh. way. And so at the end, Terry said, Troubled Water, but will there be a bridge? <laughs> I really liked that. <laughs> I love Terry so much. I know, I do too. Um, yeah, another seven out of seven. Yeah. Topical, on theme. Yeah. Well done, Terry. No, he's really on another level. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It seems as if, I'm just, I'm reviewing my notes. It seems as if everything I've written down is about figure skating. Uh-huh, interesting. Which is, you know, maybe a little predictable. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't really even know if I want to talk about any of this, okay. though. It's like, it's over. Who yeah, cares? been there, done that. Yeah, so that's really all. Um, This morning, it snowed. Mm-hmm. 
a lot. Sure did. A little bit, a little annoying. But I, I woke up at like 10 in the morning because I needed to buy concert tickets. Oh. And then I, while I was up, I went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I walked past the window and there was a guy in the backyard, like of my dorm building, and he was shoveling the snow just like off the grass, oh. like into a big pile. Huh. Um, and I was like, all right, well, I'm sure he's got a plan there. I'm sure he's doing something. And so I went back to bed, got up again at, you know, 1.30. Right, of course. And I went back to the bathroom. He's still, he was still shoveling. It had been about three and a half hours. Had he made a lot of progress? Yeah, it was an enormous pile of snow. Um, Was he, like, why was he doing that? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't okay. know. I didn't ask him. Um. For all I know, he might still be doing it. I haven't wow. walked past the window again uh, since. Huh. So I, yeah, I don't know what he was. Well, don't know what he was I doing. I guess. I guess good for him. Yeah, I, I mean, suppose. he looked like he was. He was out there for a long time, so he <laughs> must like have been really having time, fun. Right? I guess. I hope he's all right. Yeah. I hope nothing terrible. That seems like the kind of thing you might do if like something, something really bad, bad has happened, happened to you. And yeah. You're like, well, I'm gonna shovel the snow off the grass. Yeah. And that'll make me I'm feel make better. Make a big pile. Yeah. Um, huh. Well, yeah. I hope he's, if you're out there, sir. I yeah, I mean, I'll check okay. to see if he's out there again later. Um, if you're listening, thank you. Yeah. Hope you're, hope everything's good. Yeah. Yeah, so, I haven't been watching figure skating. Sure. I made an important purchase on eBay this week. Um, right. For a men's extra large t-shirt, uh, with PETA from the Hunger Games mm. on it. Uh, feeling pretty excited about that. Um, and then the other thing is that, uh, listeners who know me personally will know that I uh, did shave my head, I guess, almost a year ago, I think. Yeah, it was like last spring. And so my hair has been growing out since then, and I've I shaved it a couple more times since then. But it's now I'm at the stage where I'm like, well, I'm kind of over this. I don't... Mm-hmm. It's, t- it's time for something new. But the problem is that your hair has to grow. Sure. Like when your hair is long and you want something new, you just cut yeah, it like off. much easier. But... It, now this involves waiting, which is hard, especially when sometimes I get up and it just looks like un- unimaginably like what's going on there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so that's getting kind of annoying. So I was thinking, well, what can I do about this? Um, and I thought I remembered that hats exist. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking about going hat mode yeah. in some way. But I don't I've never really been a hat person, so I don't really know what kind of hat to wear right. i don't want to wear like a um beanie or anything no, no, i no. wouldn't feel like myself in that uh but then i did remember when i was thinking about hats that in a lot of ways i am something of a hat expert uh as much as i am a woody harrelson expert oh sure because i do have a ranked list of every hat that woody wears in every movie he's ever been in yeah which yeah. uh the final count as of today is 88 hats a lot of for hats. 83 There's, movies uh, yeah i was gonna say so that's um, you know, more than one hat per film on certain occasions. Right. And some movies have no hats at all. Oh, wow. So okay. there's some movies with lots and lots of hats. So I was cool. thinking maybe we could do a quick um, looking at the top hats sure. on the list. Sure. And perhaps discuss whether they might work for me. Yeah, I think that'll be interesting for uh, an audio uh, platform. Yeah. Well, of... we can sort of describe yeah, them. Yeah, I think yeah. it'll be good. Yeah, definitely. All right. So the number one oh, hat wow. that Woody Harrelson has ever worn is this white uh, mayor's hat, mm-hmm. which is what I call a top hat. Uh, mayor's hat. When okay. you're a mayor and you're wearing a top hat, it yeah. becomes a mayor's hat. Okay. Uh, but what's special about this one is that it's pure white and it has a white ribbon around the uh, place where ribbons go sure. on hats. Uh, and this is in the movie The Duel, which is not a very good movie, but the hat is great. The hat is great. Love the hat, but I, I couldn't wear this hat. <laughs> Let's be real. So? I don't. On a day to day basis, 
Probably First not. of all, I'm not a mayor. I was just going to say, you're not a mayor, so. Uh, so that hat, I don't think it's going to work for me. No, maybe not. Number two hat oh. is uh, from Midway, which is a World War II movie. And as you might guess, it's sort of a World War II style uh, army hat. I think in this movie, Woody is some kind of general. Mm. Uh, so it has all these fancy gold appointments on it, which I really like. Uh, if I could find a hat like this, I might wear it. But again, it's not like a day-to-day Yeah. Roll out of bed, go to country music class. Throw on my army cap. Kind of hat. It's a little fancy. If I had a fancy occasion to go to, I might wear it. If you had a fancy occasion to go to, you could probably wear the mayor's cap as well. Yeah, you're right. Well, actually, I noticed you said cap. I'm sorry. Uh, It's a hat. Excuse me. (laughs) Because when I first started this, I learned the difference between a hat and a cap. Oh, really? Uh, And a cap is a head uh, topping, which has a brim that doesn't go all the way around. Oh. So, for example, baseball, what people often call a baseball hat, is actually a baseball cap. It's a cap, sure. Uh, and so this is a cap. It's the army cap because the brim does not go all the way around. Okay. What if it doesn't have a brim, so to speak? Yeah. So I'm thinking then, of a Jughead beanie sort of right, situation. That's sort of interesting. Yeah. In a lot of ways, because of it folds up, yeah. you could maybe count that as a brim. Yeah. And then it would be a hat. And it would be a hat. I think. I definitely, I don't think I would... It, does, it doesn't seem like a cap to No, me. it's not a cap. I think there are a lot of beanies later on in this list. They're certainly not near the top. No, no, no. Uh, and I think I categorize them as hats rather than caps. Okay. That seems um, right to me. Because it's, maybe it's more about all the way around, it's the same. Sure. Rather than there's a something sticking out that's different. Gotcha. Number three hat. Oh, wow. One A great hat. This is from White Men Can't Jump, uh, and it's a tie-dye baseball cap. And I love this. I love this cap. I it think it's a great cap. Awesome. Uh, I might even consider wearing this. I think you could wear this one. I yeah. think if I could find this hat, I could wear it. You could make this. Hat. I could make it. I could just get a white hat and uh, tie dye it, and I'd be good to go. Yeah. So that's something to consider. Um, the number four best hat that Woody Harrelson wears is in a movie called The People vs. Larry Flint, and he's. Uh, Attending a 4th of July celebration, so naturally he's wearing a tricorn hat mm-hmm. in the style of George Washington. Uh, I actually have a hat like this at home Do from you? old Halloween costumes. Oh, sure. Uh, I, I had a big Minuteman phase where I wanted to be in the Revolutionary War. Cool. So when you're one of those kinds of people, you got to have one of these kinds of hats. So I guess I could wear this hat. Again, it's just not very practical. Mm-mm. The number five best hat that Woody Harrelson wears in every movie he's ever been in is a big brown cowboy hat, which is exactly what I've identified it as on my blog. Uh, And it's in the movie A Prairie Home Companion, which is one of the many movies where Woody uh, is a cowboy character. Yeah, he seems like... But it's the worst. Uh, It's a terrible movie. Not very good. Uh, But it's the best cowboy hat of all the cowboy hat movies that he's in. Sure. Because it's big, uh, it's brown, Mm -hmm. it has a really wide brim, and I just, you know, I love it. If I could get my hands on a cowboy hat this nice, I might, you know, wear it, despite what people might think when they look at me. Sure, yeah, Cause who cares? Ho- Well, and hopefully what they'd think was, that's a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, don't, I think that sounds good. Awesome. I mean, cool list. Yeah, thanks. It's I just completed it just before you got here, because oh, cool. I had let it languish for yeah. a few months since I finished watching every single Woody Harrelson movie, uh, but I wanted to get the official count and the official count is 88 hats. It's a lot of it's an awful lot of hats. It's a lot of hats. He's a hat. I think when you're a bald guy in movies, sure. you're going to tend to wear more hats than the average guy with hair. Yeah, no, in that movies. does make sense. Um cuz you have less. I mean, sometimes they put him in a wig. Uh but that often doesn't go very well. When he was in the Hunger Games, was that a wig? 
that must have been a wig. Okay. If we're talking 2012. Yeah. I don't think he had a lot of hair no? okay. at that time. But yeah, it looks like he, his real hair. He did have a lot of hair in that That's film. the color of his actual hair. Okay. Sometimes they, like in Venom 2, he wore a wig that was like orange and curly. Mm. Sort of like a clown style mm-hmm. wig. I didn't like that. Um, yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. I'll, maybe I'll be purchasing a hat sometime soon. Yeah. Only time will tell. All right. I suppose without further ado, we mm-hmm. should get into the Riverdale roulette. Yeah, let's do situation. it. I'm very excited. I um, I this will be a little bit different than the last time because I do not have any notes written down mm-hmm. about this episode. Um, I remember like two of the plots that happened, but okay. being as this is Riverdale, <laughs> there's at least like eight. I'm sure. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So, Riverdale roulette. Riverdale roulette <laughs> episode two. Episode two, chap- chapter two of Riverdale chapter Roulette. Chapter two, Riverdale Roulette. Chapter 23 of Riverdale, which is season two, episode 10, The Blackboard Jungle. Right. Which is a fun name. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they, do all the names, um, is there any sort of pattern going on with the episode names? Um, I don't know. It's kind of all over the place. Sometimes they're named after, like films mm-hmm. or like quotes from films there's one episode that's just titled lynchian i love that um yeah because yeah, the last one was called the stranger right which i believe is a book sure maybe yeah a lot of times they i don't know it's kind yeah. of okay it kind of differs well it's called the blackboard jungle uh and jughead gives his little uh you know, voiceover update sure, as to sure, what's sure. going on, which I suppose that's supposed to be some kind of like Jughead's writing a book about all, everything Something that's going like on. That. Yeah, okay. um, still has not totally been answered. Cool, necessarily. It's sort of. I mean, it's kind of. Have you seen Gossip well, it kind Girl? Kind of has. Uh, no. Let's well, in Gossip Girl. Every episode opens with um, the Gossip Girl blog, sure, sure. like giving updates on yeah, it's the just town, like and it's like a mystery who it is. Only this time we know it's Jughead. It's Jughead, yeah. Uh, so he's sort of the Gossip Girl of he Riverdale. Really, I suppose. He really, in many ways, he is. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that. He's like wants to write like the Great American Novel or something, and he's just sort of writing about high school drama. Yeah. The thing about Jughead is that um, within the within the show, he's supposed to be like a really good writer. Yeah. But he is incapable of writing about anything that are not the <laughs> events of his own life. <laughs> right. Well, you're supposed to write what you know. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it's true, but he literally just sort of writes exactly what happens to him on a day-to-day basis <laughs> it would be funny if at the end of the show they like reveal that the jughead who's been narrating is not is he's just like a regular guy who has a regular life and he's been making that's a theory up. that's a theory that yeah there's a lot of interesting theories it, it actually reminds me of um you know arthur sure uh apparently the last episode ever of arthur was on last week oh it was the last one ever ever <laughs> yeah oh, i did see stuff about it i didn't know that and was they, like the end they revealed um they have like a i guess a time jump at the wow, end and they so show the grown-up mm-hmm. kids and uh what it turns out is that arthur <laughs> has become a graphic novel holy author shit. and he's it shows him writing the first one and it's the first episode of arthur that he's writing that is insane isn't that kind of exciting holy shit yeah. Anyway, uh, so the episode opens uh, with Cheryl and her mom, and Cheryl's mom walks in, and um, apparently she's been working as a prostitute. <laughs> oh, sure. In in just in town, <laughs> and um, which is a whole can of worms, I suppose. But what I like about this interaction is that uh, 
apparently they're short on money, which is funny because they live in like a castle. Yeah. Uh, but Cheryl's mom says that she's finally made enough money to pay for all of Cheryl's, uh, for Cheryl's ludicrous tree and the presents she bought herself because it is Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, and I like, I mean, I love Christmas yeah. a lot. And so I like that Cheryl, you know, bought a nice Christmas tree and some Christmas presents for herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't love that her mom had to become a prostitute for it to pay for it. So that's kind of weird. Uh, and then we have some scenes of Veronica and her parents. And her parents are like, so, Veronica, are you good to, you know, spill the beans at school tomorrow? And Veronica's like, what? And, oh, no, she's not like, what? She's like, yeah, I think I, think I can manage it. Okay. And I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> What's going on? I am, too, at this point. I don't and know. And then um, and they tell her that she's going to be in the eye of the hurricane, ground zero. And they're, like, worried about her. And she says, that's what you said when I wanted to go shopping during Occupy Wall Street. And right. I was fine. Um, right. And they're like, okay, honey. Okay, fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> um, and then we see Archie and his dad. Uh, and it, Fred uh, had some sort of crisis and had to go to the hospital at some point. Oh, sure. Yes. And he had an $86,000 medical bill. Yeah, isn't bill. that absurd? The, the healthcare system in America, folks. Unbelievable. Uh, but uh, someone has paid for it mysteriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Archie's like, I have no idea who that could be. And then Fred's like, really? And then Archie's like, I only told Veronica. And then Fred is like, yeah. I only told my obscenely <laughs> rich girlfriend. And then Archie's like, oh, I guess I'll ask her about He's it. so stupid. <laughs> um, but then he also, he has his guitar case out. Yeah. And his dad's like, haven't seen that in a while. And Archie's like, yeah, I think I might start a band <laughs> like the Fredheads, <laughs> which I guess was his dad's. A uh, band in high school. Yeah, it sure was. Really good name for a band. Yeah. Um, uh, great stuff, Fred. I like Fred a lot. I think he's fun. Yeah, Fred's pretty... He's the only, like, normal character in the show. Yeah, I he's think just he's like a not, guy. He's literally just yeah. a, a man. Um, and then Fred does mention that he uh, soundproofed the garage in case Archie wanted to oh, yes. have band practice there, yes, which yes. we'll come back That's later. so thoughtful. Yeah. Of course, Archie goes to school and finds out that Veronica's parents paid for the medical bill. Duh. Yeah, no shit. Um, and then uh, Principal Weatherby comes on the intercom, and he says uh, that Southside School is being shut down, Uh-oh. and all the students from that school are going to be sent to other schools in the district. And so, me not having um, watched a lot of Riverdale recently, I thought that that was the school they were in, <laughs> right. and so I I thought they were gonna like send like Archie and the gang yeah. to all different schools in town. And I was kind of worried that they were going to get split oh, up. Be so crazy. And then I was sort of wondering, well, if there's so many other high schools in town, how many crazy personalities are there going to be there? Because there's so many crazy personalities in this one high school. Yeah. I can't even begin I, to imagine. That's weird. That's a kind of a strange and interesting point. I don't know. Like how many high schools are in this town? Right. Cause my other question was, they like refer to Riverdale as a small town. Yeah. But like, a small town isn't going to have more than one high school right, in the same district. Multiple high schools. But of course, uh, it's not the school that they all go to is Riverdale High. Right, yes. And Southside School is where the Serpents and at this time Jughead, Jughead uh, yes. are going to school. And so they all realize like Jughead's coming back and so is some of the gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the intercom, this is, I think this is old Reggie in this episode. Mm-mm. No? New Reggie. Okay. Well, old Reggie is only in season one. Okay. Yeah. Um, he looks different, but... On the intercom, Principal Weatherby says, I'm sure you have many questions. And then it shows Reggie uh, without a shirt, shooting a basketball, and he says, yeah, like, what the hell? 
<laughs> which is good good oh, reggie, reggie moment yeah and then cheryl calls the shutting down of south south side school dickensian nightmare oh which yeah i think is a little over the top yeah, but fair little. enough uh and yeah betty realizes that that means jughead is coming up back and they are i believe broken up at this point so it's gonna be a little awkward are they yeah they're not together um and then we see jughead at Southside School with his serpent friends. Mm-hmm. Um, this girl with pink hair, who I believe, I wrote down her name, uh, Tony Topaz. Yes. <laughs> and Fangs, who we saw last time. Love Fangs. Um, and Jughead is sitting like on the steps under, like some ugly concrete steps under some big graffiti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which tells you that this is, you know. This is a bad school. This is a bad school. Right. And they're all wearing leather jackets. Yeah. And uh, Tony Topaz has just read Jughead's short story, I guess. And she says it's very Lovecraftian. And then she says, but did you write this on a typewriter? And Jughead is like, yeah, I just wanted to get into Lovecraft's headspace, <laughs> which is great. Um, also, apparently Betty got him the typewriter for Christmas. Yes. I do like, I think that's a great detail. There are really guys out there who are writing oh, stories on typewriters. Oh, there really are, yeah. I, I would be one of those guys oh, yeah. if I had a typewriter or wrote short stories. Right. I sat next to one in class one time. I've told you this before, mm-hmm. but uh, he had, he would like... He wouldn't bring the typewriter to class, but he'd bring his, like, pages of typewritten novels to class and not pay attention and, like, edit them during class. And he had a big um, crime and punishment tattoo on his forearm. That's pretty cool. Which was cool, but he also smelled bad. So it was like... That's not very cool. uh, I can't decide about you, sir. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and then a bunch of the other serpents come out and tell Jughead that uh, they're going back to Riverdale High. Um, And I just, I like that there's this school for everyone who's in the gang yeah like it's just the gang school and yeah, they all have their leather jackets um that's a lot of fun yeah uh and then we find out that veronica's parents hiram and hermione are the ones responsible for Southside school shutting down because they wanted to purchase the land beneath south south side high right uh i suppose which i don't know how that's different than just the land that it's on but they do say the land beneath Yes, interesting. That is actually <laughs> oh, that's very interesting. Uh-huh. Um you hmm, you won't I I've never noticed that. You won't actually uh find out why like what he's purchasing uh-huh. this land for until like season 5. I love that. But that is actually that's that's a- accurate. Yeah. Interesting. So- Wow, great job foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> 3 seasons in advanced Riverdale. Yeah, so they're talking to the mayor. Uh, who I know since I just saw an episode from season three is not long for mayorhood because no. in the episode from season three that I watched, Hermione was the mayor. Yeah, been I lots will, of mayors. I will point Riverdale. out that she was not wearing a top hat. No. Uh, so I t- had a hard time recognizing her as a mayor. And she's like worried about shutting down the school because of the town, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. Um, but Hiram says, look how quickly the town stopped talking about the Black Hood. They'll forget about it in a few days, which I think is probably a fair point. It's a really great point. Because he's the serial killer, right? Yeah. And they do, they think they've caught him at this point. Jughead mentioned that at the beginning that they caught the janitor, uh, who they think is the serial killer. Of course, I know that they're wrong about that. Right, they sure are. Betty goes home and she thinks there's an intruder in her house, and so she pulls out her pepper spray, but it's actually just her sister Polly, who I totally forgot about, Yeah. uh, who has been at the farm and she has given birth to her twins, which are incest babies right uh yes yes okay cool because don't worry about that though. cheryl's twin brother who's dead correct is the father of the babies correct 
Okay. And Polly has been at the farm and she gave birth to the twins and didn't tell Betty or her parents. Um, and Betty's like, that's kind of rude. Yeah, like, what the hell, those man? are my, I guess, niece and nephew, if I had to guess. Uh, uh, because their names are Juniper oh, sure. and Dagwood. Yeah, great names. <laughs> and when <laughs> Betty asks what their names are and Polly says, and then Betty like just makes this face <laughs> and she's like, oh my God. And then they just move on, which I really like because that's the reaction. Betty's... That actress is everything to <laughs> me. Really her funny. facial expressions, the way that she reacts to things, <laughs> so, so funny. Yeah, Juniper and Dagwood. Uh, and then basically Polly leaves, but before she does, she has been like packing up her stuff to take back to the farm. Mm-hmm. Betty snatches this little like nightlight creepy shaped baby, like a baby yeah, and says, this nightlight. is mine. Yeah. <laughs> and then Polly leaves. <laughs> um, and then we see Archie uh, perhaps walking to school, uh, carrying his guitar and he, I noticed he had his, um, like, headphones, the cord of them, under his T-shirt, which to me, yeah. like, like when it comes up, maybe you have your phone in your pocket, and then the cord goes up through your T-shirt, and it comes out at the collar, and then your headphones are in your ears. That That's, like, a very particular kind of person to me, like, the person who's going to either have their headphones on in the morning before they put on a shirt, right? or they're going to, like, go through the trouble of, like, dropping their phone down the front of their shirt so that the headphones are just... I like I don't see the point. Yeah. <laughs> but I like I like that detail. I'm trying to think of knowing Archie which one of those is more accurate. Yeah. I think more likely he just had his headphones right. on and then like just he's... put his shirt on after that and was like, "Oh, well shit. Now I'm stuck <laughs> like this for the rest of the day." He sort of spends a lot of time without a shirt on. Yeah, he does. And so, and I imagine he also spends a lot of time listening to music. Yeah, he's so... you know, he's a he's an aspiring musician. He wants to yeah. start a band, so uh, He's probably listening to the Fredheads in there. I wish I could listen to the Fredheads. So hey, maybe you actually can. What? There's one song in the show um, that the Fredheads do perform. That's really exciting. Yeah. I would love to we'll see We'll get it. there Who someday. else is in the Fredheads? Um, okay. Anyone I know? Yes. Uh, Jughead's dad. Love it. I don't remember who like who the permanent members of the Fredheads mm-hmm. are, but when they perform, it's those two and I think Penelope Blossom. <laughs> The mayor, Josie's mom. Uh-huh. I think Betty's mom, I love and I it. also think Veronica's mom. That sounds so. Just sort so of everyone. Awesome. I need to see that. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, but then Archie gets approached by an FBI agent. Sure, Agent Adams. Definitely like a very convincing FBI yeah. agent for sure. Definitely. He has like a crazy voice, and he's like, "Hello, Archie. I'm from the FBI," and he tells Archie uh, that he wants to take down Hiram. Veronica's dad, uh, presumably because of the whole bear baiting thing. Yeah, um, obviously. That actually does, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the, the timeline of the show, that yeah. would not have happened yet. Right. But that's fine. He is content. Well, in the future. He yeah, thinks he, it's going to happen. He knows He's, it's going to happen. He has some hints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he wants Archie to take down Hiram, and he mentions the name of a young man called Nick St. Clair. Sure. Who uh, I believe has some sort of checkered past. Oh, uh, you could say something that, Something yeah. of a rapist. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... Nick St. Clair has, you know, had some trouble and the FBI suspects Hiram is responsible. Oh, sure. And also that Hiram's up to some other shady business, which of course he is. Yeah, of course. Uh, And so Archie reluctantly sort of agrees to help out the FBI guy. And we'll get back to that later. He doesn't even... He just immediately is like, oh my God, this guy says he's from the FBI. Like, he has to be. You can't lie about that. Well, he has a business card that has the FBI seal right, on it. Right, so that has to be real. He doesn't ask for a... He doesn't need to see a badge or anything. No, he just, like, no. he trusts him. I mean, the guy is wearing a very well-fitting yeah. suit, and he has a business he card. He just looks like an FBI agent. And he's, um, 
you know, been taking stalker photos of Archie. Yeah. Just going about his daily business. So would, obviously he's from the I FBI. Would definitely trust him. Um, and then apparently Jughead's dad is working at Pops at this uh-huh. point. He has, um, he wears the little waiter uniform. Yeah, he, he has a little bow awesome. tie. And he looks really cute. He looks awesome. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this is a little... <laughs> Jughead's telling his dad about how Southside High has been shut down. <laughs> yeah. And he says, Mayor McCoy has deemed Southside High a public health hazard due to toxic fumes from the methamphetamine lab in the basement. There was no meth. It was just jingle jangle. It was just jingle jangle. <laughs> <laughs> and what I really, my experience of this line was really good because I paused it after he said methamphetamine lab in the basement to write it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I thought that was going to be the end of yeah, the great no, line. No, no. But then the, you get the jingle jangle it got added. Better, yeah. Uh, does jingle jangle have to do with fizzle rocks? Um, they are just two separate drugs. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then Jughead says something smells fishy, <laughs> and then FP says, "Damn straight, something smells fishy." And then Jughead and Betty meet up because Betty wants to find. Apparently, she has a long lost brother. Uh, oh yeah. And she wants to find her brother because her mom is sad because. Polly doesn't want to live with them anymore, and Betty thinks that finding her lost brother will sort of fill that hole in her mom's life. She asks for Jughead's help because Jughead has a social worker, and she thinks that if Jughead puts her in touch with the social worker, the social worker will be able to help find her brother. Mm -hmm. Archie goes to uh, dinner with Veronica and her parents to sort of try and get some information about what happened to Nick St. Clair. Right, right. Uh, Archie's basically an undercover FBI agent Yeah, at this this point, point, he's like fully working for this guy. Yeah. And the they say they're acting weird about it, and they say something about a driving accident, and then maybe a ski accident, and Archie's very suspicious. Mm-hmm. And then the next day at school, Veronica has set up a welcome table for the serpents, uh, but Cheryl's pissed off because she doesn't want the, the serpents coming to her school no. because of their very low GPAs, uh, not because of any gang activity. She's right. worried that uh, it will reduce her experience at school. Sure. And of course... Reggie's like on her. Reggie's a bad guy in this episode, which made me kind of sad. He's like yeah. working with Cheryl. Yeah, Reggie's just—he's just kind of like an idiot. Yeah, he doesn't really. But I—I I do think it's funny that Cheryl has a problem with the serpents' GPAs. Uh, when we established last time that Archie and Reggie can't even read they at all. They can't even read, yeah. Uh, and we know at least uh, Tony Topaz can read because she was reading Jughead's story. Sure. So presumably she is at least literate. And therefore probably has a higher GPA than Archie and Reggie. Yeah, I would think so. Cheryl Manson mentions to Archie that she saw him and Betty kiss. Um, and she also reveals that Nick St. Clair, in addition to having attacked her, Cheryl attacked Veronica. Uh, and naturally, Archie, being a young man on a TV show, gets very angry and yeah. says, I'm going to murder him. Yeah. Jughead's uh, social worker tells Betty that her brother's name is Charles Smith. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> Great name. Um, someone does serpent graffiti on the fucking Riverdale oh, seal at Riverdale High. Oh my god, literally ridiculous. And they, everyone gets pissed off and Principal Weatherby bans serpent jackets. Yeah. Can he, like, what? Are unbel- you, what? Yeah, I can't believe that they would do that. Um, he says that all tattoos have to be covered. And Jughead, to say the least, <laughs> is pissed off. He is so mad. He is so angry also, about the, this. Also, the graffiti they do is just sort of a big snake, It's just right? like a cute drawing of a snake. Yeah, like it's just kind <laughs> yeah. of a silly, goofy little snake. Um, Jughead gets so pissed off. Yeah, he's so angry. Um, and he goes to the bar. Not the bar. I guess it's Pops, but they have like a pool table and darts and like some old like gaming machines. Oh, that's actually a different place. Oh, great. It's so called the that, White Worm. Is that where his it's dad like a, works then? No, no, no. Okay. FP does work at Pops. Um, the White Worm is like a, a serpent Oh, serpent cool. hangout. So they're there, 
and uh, Jughead is like fuming still. It's yeah. nighttime, and he says, Weatherby is profiling us, telling us what to wear. What's next? Brain implants controlling what we think? <laughs> and Fangs and Topaz, uh, Tony Topaz are just sort of like, what? A- like, calm down, matter. man. It's not a big deal. They're just jackets. Yeah. Jughead's been going to this school for like a month. <laughs> He's like, he is so committed to being a serpent and yeah. to Southside High. Yeah. This is like, this is. This is his life. This is like, yeah, it's it's, so it's not. They can't him. do this to him. I know. Archie meets with the FBI agent in the soundproofed garage, mm. uh, so no one can hear their conversation. Oh yeah, which it comes in handy. Uh, and then, even though serpent jackets are banned, Jughead shows up to school the next day wearing his he's serpent literally jacket. So he's so weird, is what he is. And uh, Reggie says to him, "Take, Take off, off that, that jacket, jacket, rat boy." Yeah. <laughs> and then Jughead says. Oh, Reggie, I don't think you know what this jacket means because you have no sense of honor or history or royalty. Do you, Jughead? You've been going to this school for a month. And then they have a huge like fight and they yeah. all get in big trouble. Archie uh, borrows Veronica's dead brother's uh, private school jacket. Wait. Uh, sh- sorry. Archie borrows Cheryl's dead brother's gotcha. private school okay. jacket okay. to uh, sneak up on Nick St. Clair at his private school and... Uh, he says he wants to get... He... He bar... Wait. He goes to Cheryl's house and he's like, I need... I'm gonna... Um, oh, because what happens with the FBI agent is that he yeah. says you can't... You have to... You have to confirm that Nick St. Clair did something to Veronica. Right, right. So that we have proof that her parents are responsible yeah. for what happened to him. But he wants to go to talk to Nick without anyone knowing that it's connected to the lodges. Uh-huh. And so he... Go. He goes to Cheryl, right? And he says, I, "I'm going to go see Nick because you burned up the check he gave you." Yes. Um. And don't you want that money back? And Cheryl's like, "Obviously, I do, because my mom currently is a prostitute, and yeah. I want her to stop doing that." And so he says, "I need, um, I need the jacket from huh. your brother." I don't know. I don't understand how the jacket will help him. It's like the private school uniform. It's like, um, so he can go to the school but it's just a varsity jacket from riverdale high no right? no, no 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 it's nick st Clair goes to a different he goes to like a private school right and he why it's like a cheryl's, school uniform why did cheryl's brother have that maybe he went there no he didn't <laughs> I, he didn't um, i don't think well regardless i guess it Archie really just doesn't a jacket matter. yeah that's fine. from cheryl's castle home sure uh so he can go see nick Meanwhile, speaking of clothes, uh, Veronica proposes to her parents a charitable donation to help up to help out the fashionably misguided. Yeah. In other words, the serpents who apparently don't have any clothes <laughs> other than their like ragged black t-shirts and serpent jackets. Right. Um, and of course, what she buys are like the worst polo shirts yeah. you've ever seen uh, with the Riverdale High R on them. Yeah, and Sweet Pea has to wear a turtleneck yeah. to cover up his serpent <laughs> tattoo that's on his neck. Yes. I like him. I love Sweet Pea. He's fun, I yeah. like that that's his name. His name is Sweet Pea, yeah. Um, there is another oil painting of Veronica in her parents' office. Uh, same oil painting, Same actually. oil painting. Yeah. So she moves it from Correct. their office yes. to the uh, yes. speakeasy. The speakeasy. Um, Betty and her mom go see Betty's brother. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, in, like, the scary sort of... <laughs> Hotel, motel, apartment situation. Yeah. Uh, they talk to the scary guy and say, where's where's Charles Smith? And he says the room number. But on the window, he has a sign that says, Ab- no dogs. Yes. Absolutely no dogs. Cat's, Cat's okay. okay. Yeah. Which is funny. Uh, so they find Charles's room. He reveals that actually he goes by Chick. Mm-hmm. 
spelled C-H-I-C, because I have the subtitles on, right. which is stupid. Oh. Um, and he is also a prostitute. <laughs> is that right? Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and he's like, he says that he went to like their house one time and he thought they wouldn't want to meet him because of his lifestyle and right, so forth. Sure. Um, and so Betty and her mom leave. Jughead has a very um, emotional conversation with his father uh, about serpent jackets. <laughs> and and FP's like, Jughead, maybe like, maybe it's not so much of a big deal. Like, it's just a jacket you have. You definitely have other clothes you can yeah, wear. Yeah, you'll like, be fine, dude. It'll probably be fine. And uh, Jughead says, a serpent never sheds its skin. <laughs> and then FP says, serpents hibernate during the winter. Look at me. Think I like cleaning toilets, shoveling slop, but it's what I got to do. Right. Um, one sort of, you know, a little bit of input about that. First of all, serpents absolutely do shed their skin. Yeah, that's one of the main things about snakes. Snakes is that they're shedding their skins. Right. Um, and I believe Jughead, I believe if I'm remembering the sort of order of events, Jughead got that quote from his dad because his dad <laughs> said that previously. He's uh-huh. like, sure, serpents don't shed their skins that easily. Yeah. And so Jughead's like, oh my, I have, to, I have, I have to, to wear use this that forever. <laughs> I have to use that. Yeah. Um, I don't know that. Do snakes hibernate during the winter? Yeah, I wasn't sure about that. I thought hibernating was like a uh, like a bear, like a bear thing, porcupine, maybe like a mammal sure. type thing. But maybe, um, I mean, I've never seen a snake let me, in the gonna, winter you know time. What? I'm going to Google it really quickly. Yeah. Because um, I want to know if me talking about how stupid FP is and how he doesn't know anything about snakes, I want to make sure that that's accurate right. before and, I... And uh, the other thing is that FP says, I know the laws, Jughead. Sure. And he's referring to the serpent laws. Sure. Uh, and that's apparently what a oh. serpent never sheds its skin is. Snakes do hibernate, just not in the traditional way we think of hibernation. Huh. Instead, they go into something called brumation oh. in the winter. Okay. So I guess so not what he should have said is that snakes. serpents go into brumation yeah. in the winter. <laughs> so I'm still I'm still going to choose to believe that he doesn't know anything about snakes. Yeah, and I also liked that he uh, mentioned slop because yeah. oh, we, yeah. we've been having some experiences with slop yeah, throughout this week. Yeah, uh, should, should we I think ex- we can should explain, we explain that? that? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, in our, in our dining hall, because we uh, do live on a college campus, unfortunately for <laughs> us, um, we they, they like to have... For dessert, often, um, what we like to call bowls of slop, which is just, just sort of a big bowl of, like, pudding and... Um, chunks of brownies, Chunks of, cookies, like, anything. I, they just throw whatever in there. Together. There's one they have sometimes that looks like meat. It literally looks like raw meat, but it's, like, brownies. Yeah. Um, and they have, you know... V- various different kinds of and we were sort of slop non-believers right but this week we had we both had a bowl of slop it was pretty good chocolate pudding brownie yeah not the one that looked like meat and it was we're sort of we had sort of a a religious slop experience and so i don't know if fp should be talking down about slop right he's like i don't want to be shoveling try try the slop before you knock it if it's good slop you got to give it a chance. Yeah. As you as you said while we were I remember we were scooping the slop yeah. into our bowls. You said I'm going slop mode. <laughs> so he should maybe try that. Maybe consider going slop consider- mode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um so Archie wearing the jacket he got from Cheryl. Sure. Uh, Still confused about that, but it doesn't matter. Nick St. Clair in his dorm room, yeah. which is like an enormous room with blue walls. And Nick has both of his legs in enormous casts. Yeah. And Archie has this, like, really intense conversation with him. And he says, wow, you must really suck at skiing. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously something else happened to Nick. It wasn't yeah. a skiing accident. Um, 
And then Archie like beats Nick up. Yeah. When Nick is like totally immobilized, can't move his legs, can't right. run away, can't do anything. Which like I get, he's a rapist. That's bad. Yeah. No. Not, but, like, not good. I don't know. I sort of see Archie as like a noble, a noble warrior of some kind. Yeah. I mean. But I'm starting. That's being called into question because yeah. I don't think, uh, you know, I don't. I don't think it's right to beat up someone who can't, can't run away, can't move. And is just sort of stuck there. Right. But nonetheless. Nonetheless. Jughead shows up to school the next day wearing a Sherpa denim jacket that actually reminds me a lot of yours that you oh, wear sure. sometimes. Yes. And uh, Fangs and Sweet Pea and Tony Topaz are all wearing the polo shirts. <laughs> and Jughead gets mad once again and says, so our choices are to conform or be cast out. Yeah. I like this, too, because the only rule put in place by the principal is you cannot wear your serpent jacket. They don't have jackets. to wear the polo shirts. They do not have to no wear the polo shirts. No one else is wearing the polo shirts. <laughs> I mean, I guess we've already established they don't have any other clothes. Right. But they do. They go to school one day. Right. The day that Jughead wears his serpent's jacket when he's not supposed to. They're wearing to. normal clothes. They're all wearing normal clothes. I mean, not normal clothes. No. Like, Tony's wearing. She's wearing, like, shorts that are, like, so short. Yeah. And, like, weird, like, ripped like black. Like, fishnet yeah. stockings, probably. But, like, they have they, they don't have, have to be clothes. wearing. They don't have to no be wearing No one else these. is wearing the polo shirts. Yeah. I think it would be funny if Reggie wore the polo shirts. I would it love that. seems like he would like that. Yeah. Um. So Jughead is mad again. Betty goes to visit her brother again, but she finds him being beat up and stabbed <laughs> in the arm. Yeah, with a box cutter. And she pulls out uh, the pepper spray, which made an appearance earlier in sure. the episode. Foreshadowing. And fends off uh, Chick's attacker. Mm-hmm. And then she takes her brother home and like the whole family gets together and like uses the first aid kit to help him out, which yeah. I thought was sweet. I don't know why she wouldn't take him to the hospital, yeah, but it's whatever. okay. And then Archie, so Veronica finds out about Archie having beat up Nick and she's pretty mad. She's like, you shouldn't have done that. And then Archie lies to her and says, Cheryl was blackmailing me because she saw me and Betty kissing. And Veronica's like, what the fuck? Is that a lie? Well, Cheryl... It wasn't Cheryl who made him go talk to Nick. It was the FBI agent. Oh. But he doesn't want to tell Veronica that because her family is implicated. Right. Um, and then Veronica's like, why did you kiss Betty? And Archie's like, well, we had just broken up and Betty had just broken up with Jughead. And Nana Rose told us a crazy story about Betty's grandpa. 45 minutes later, the Black Hood was burying me alive. Yeah. So, yeah. I love I love when you um, are being told a crazy story about your childhood best friend's grandpa by Nana Rose, yeah. and then you have to kiss, and then you get almost buried alive. Yeah, terrible, terrible thing to yeah, it's have a really, happen. It's a really bad poor Archie night for him. once again. My God, yeah, poor guy. Seriously, it's uh. Have you seen Pretty Little Liars? Mm-mm. So much burying alive in that show. Is there like so much? There's a bit of it in this show as well. Um, it's at a least great thing. There's like burying a lot alive of- and burying alive esque situations yeah there's a lot in pretty little liars there's a lot of like they think someone's dead and they bury them like naturally and then like the hand bursts out of the soil yeah um and veronica she understands because i mean honestly if nana rose is telling you a crazy story about betty's grandfather what else are you gonna do seriously Uh, she doesn't care and she at least archie's being honest of course he's not being honest which is kind of awkward and (laughs) at school the next day uh jughead is wearing the polo shirt and he assembles. Uh, he doesn't have to wear that. He assembles the first meeting of his new club. Yeah. Um, which uh, he describes as sort of a like role playing, uh, like LARPing, gaming group. Sure. For the serpents. Sounds like so much fun. Uh, I wish I had wrote, written down the exact quote he uses to describe it because it's like so long and he has so many elements. Yeah. Um, and the serpents are like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And he's like, "It's just, it's just our club for us to hang out and be ourselves." Yeah. And they're like, "Okay." All right, fine. 
Um, and I like how the principal like is fine with that. Yeah, he's like, oh, you want to start a club? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you guys want to play like Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, cool. That's, like, okay, yeah, that's yeah, 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 fine, yeah. fine, love sure. that. It's called like Swords and Serpents. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing suspicious no, going no, on no, there. No. Archie gives Cheryl the check from Nick, which apparently he got. Cheryl gives it to her mom, so her mom can stop being a prostitute. <laughs> and Cheryl's mom says. No, thanks. I'm having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and Cheryl's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, the episode closes with uh, Chick at Betty's house being tucked in yeah. by Betty's mom. Mm-hmm. And um, the baby, the scary baby nightlight is plugged into the wall. Oh. Which is like, it, I just, I don't, I don't like that thing. No, it it's a little bit me. frightening. Archie tells the FBI agent that he's not sure they got the right guy. Uh, and Jughead says, and so Archie, always trying to do the good, noble thing, took another step further into darkness. Uh-oh. Which I don't know that telling someone he thinks is an FBI agent that maybe there's still a serial killer on the loose is another right, step into darkness. It seems like sort of the right thing to do. Maybe that is, in fact, the, the noble thing. Um, and then uh, they, the very last scene is... Classic scene. Love um, this scene. Chick yeah. comes into Betty's room and like looks at her... And it's supposed to be, like, scary. Like, maybe Betty has invited another monster into mm-hmm. her home. Uh, I don't really buy it. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, but they're trying to set us up, think he's the bad guy, possibly the uh, Black the Hood. Black Hood, Which, sure. of course, he's not. Right. And why would he be? We've literally just met him this episode. Right. And that's that's basically how it ends. That's the Yeah, episode. it sure is. Didn't yeah. like this one as much as the last one? No, it's one. definitely not. I'm one of my many subsequent mm-hmm. rewatches of the entire show. I, you know, I took notes of, like, mm-hmm. my favorite ones just mm-hmm. so I would remember which ones I liked the most so I could right. view them again in the future. Um, and so I didn't write any notes down for this one because it wasn't one of my favorites. Yeah, I do like, I love the whole Jughead plot on this one. Oh, my God. I just, I'm a big, I love Jughead so much. Yeah, I think he's, he's so funny. Wonderful. Um, he's so, so, like, so deeply passionate oh about god yeah this school it's that so he's been serious. going to for a, a it's, month it's yeah i mean more it's life or death right more seriously. passionate than any of the students who've been going there for yeah many they're like years. jughead please calm down yeah. and it's i'm almost embarrassed for him like the way he's like he's so into it and yeah. everyone's else like jughead like it's not that just, big like it's you, not you don't need to okay. wear your jacket like, it's to all school. right you can It'll... put it on after school right It'll his dad's fine. like just put it on at three o'clock when school's over and yeah. jughead's like no i have not good enough it's like like it's literally gang paraphernalia. Like you can't yeah, wear like a it's gang high school. jacket to it's school. Just, yeah, I mean it's oh not. It's all right, honey. It's it's not that important. It'll be all right. I like that he's passionate. I like that he, you know, stands up for himself. And oh yeah. For his for his rights. Yeah. Um. I just I think maybe he'd be happier if he could relax a little bit. Yeah. It's unlikely. I wish I wish there was more of Archie trying to start his band. Right. I think I would love to see more of that. I think if Archie just, like, stopped dealing with all this other shit and just started a band, like, everything would be fine. Like, in the entire show, everything. The serial killers would stop serial yeah, killing. Yeah, they'd be listening to the power of music. Everything would be fine. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm thinking about when I did watch the first season of Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Archie, the, the, the guitar was a thing. Oh, sure. Then. Yeah. And... Guitar or football was the main crisis he was oh, dealing right, with. Oh, right, right, right. Because, like, what if I love playing guitar, but I also want to play football, but right. also I'm having sex with my teacher? Oh, sure. Yeah, I just remembered that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened to that? Um, She got murdered by the Black Hood. Oh, no. Was yeah. Archie sad about that? 
like a little <laughs> he had kind of moved on at that point yeah she like left town because they kicked her out because right. they were like you're a disgrace the right choice you're a pedophile Probably. get yeah. out of our town so she did and then she got murdered by the black hood he strangled her with a, a violin oh wow a violin bow which that's is symbolic crazy yeah that's kind of did you know that the um the president of france did they have presidents i don't, don't know. know but prime uh, minister maybe prime minister the guy no. who's in charge of france sure Emile macron is married to his um, former drama teacher, who he started a relationship with when he was like 14, and she was his teacher. Great. In France, that kind of thing is just fine. Totally yeah. okay. No big deal. All right. Fine, uh, I guess. But that's kind of Archie mode of him. Archie, yeah, Archie's going to become the prime minister of he could. France. He should. He should. He'd probably do a Archie great job. Archie should be president. Great job. Archie should, for Archie. Archie should be president. He's a great guy. Yeah, he why not? barely ever makes wrong choices. Yeah. He, he doesn't know how to read. He could but probably like, learn you, to read, though. Yeah, what do you even like, need to read in order to be... Someone can do that for him. Maybe he's sort of more of an audiobook guy. Yeah. I wish I had notes uh, written down of this episode that I could go over, but I don't. I'll pull up the IMDb, and I'll okay. check like the quotes, just to see if it sparks yeah, any yeah. memories. Trivia. Mm. Ooh, let's go through the IMDb trivia. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um... Jughead's line of conform or be cast out is a lyric from the Rush song Subdivision. That's my dad's favorite band. Aw. He sat behind the uh, lead guitarist of oh my that, or the lead vocalist, maybe lead vocalist and lead guitarist, on a plane once. Congrats to him. And he was too much of a pussy to, like, Aww, say hi to him. He should have like, said something. Dad, yeah. That's very sweet. Um, um, did your dad ever have a band like the Fredheads? Don't think so. Too bad. Yeah. No, my dad was not much of a, he no. was more of a... I'm going to build Legos in my room sort of guy. <laughs> um, Good. Yeah. Uh, when Betty goes to the hotel to visit her brother, the front desk guy says he is in room 237, a reference to the to the Shining film. Oh. I love the Shining film. The Shining film. film. Yeah. I, um, the, I don't know if I told you this a while ago. I think it was the last uh, snowy day we had. I was like, I want to watch something sort of snowy. And I remembered that the Shining is like sort of a wintertime movie. But then I was like a little nervous because I don't do so well with horror movies yeah. sometimes. And so I watched um, the Watch Mojo Top 10 Scariest Moments of The Shining video on YouTube yeah. to sort of see if I could oh, yeah. handle it. And it turns out I couldn't. No? <laughs> I got oh. really scared. Okay. Um, but I did. it's sort of, after I did that, like I watched the whole video of the scary moments and I was like, no, that's way too scary. But then I was like, but I've seen. You've seen are, the scary moments now. the scary You're, moments right. than the rest of it. But I was like, but what if there's even scarier moments that they forgot to include? Sure. So you I, haven't seen the you haven't seen I haven't seen, you haven't seen the Shining film. I have not seen the Shining film other than clips watched in class. Gotcha. Uh, where I saw some oh, good shit. outfits. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But I yeah. don't I don't like that little boy. No. When he does the scary voice and when he writes the scary words. Right. I gotta be real. He does a little thing with his finger or whatever. He does. That doesn't. Yeah. <sighs> I guess that wasn't included in one of the. Yeah. That's not one of the scary <laughs> right, scenes. Right, that's the thing. What if there's something? What if something they think right. is not very scary? Did you? But I personally think is very scary. Right. Did they show the blood elevator? I love the yes. blood. Yes, I love. See, I love that. I love the sort of like scary hallway. Yeah. Um, I like the guy in the bear suit in the room. Do you know that? Yeah. I like yeah, that because sure. that reminds me of Archie, of course. Uh huh. But I don't. I don't like scary children. Okay. And I don't like. Something something very scary about him riding the little tricycle down the hallway, and then the the two little girls popping up. I'm not a fan yeah. of that. No. Uh, so I I chose not to watch it. Okay. If you're interested. Yeah. Um. Okay. Some of these some of these trivia facts I just disagree with. They're just not correct. <laughs> I love this one. Betty's long lost brother Charles is introduced in this episode. He sure is. That's one <laughs> of the main he? things that. Oh. Oh. Hello. Don't worry about it. 
Um, I did like his, uh, he had sort of a funny face. And I like his funny face. Yeah, I think he's great. He looks like a like a like an eagle or something. Yeah, he's got like yeah. a crazy kind of Yeah. I like him. I think he's a great character. I'm a big chick fan. Why is like why is he why, why is chick? Why why name? chick? Yeah. I guess we'll have to find out. Oh my god. <laughs> I wow. I mean, I could tell you, but you probably shouldn't. Yeah, probably not. Maybe I should come up with a, a theory. Oh. See, the thing I don't like about it is that it's not chick like baby bird. Right. Like it doesn't have the k that makes it it's more like um there's two words I can think of that have chick spelled like that. One is not chick at all, but chic. Yeah. Uh, sort of if like a, a piece of clothing is very chic. Right, right. Uh, and then the other, isn't there a Pokemon that's like Torchic? And oh, sure. It, doesn't it not have a K? Uh, or am I crazy? I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, so maybe maybe he... Uh, is a fan of Torchic? Either that or he, you know, loves sort of chic clothing. Yeah. And they... And, okay, okay, here we go. Okay, good. <laughs> um... So he he loves uh he love he grew up he always loved fashion from a very young age. Yeah, of course. Uh he liked sort of styles from France. I think that's where things are chic. Okay. Like berets and uh like that Whatever haircut that that have. one lady has in that movie about the French lady where her bangs are really short. Oh, sure, sure. He loves that kind of stuff and so they they call him chic as just sort of an adjective not as his name. Um but then he has like maybe a sort sort of a name tag at an event that has that written down that mm-hmm. you're supposed to write an adjective about yourself down on the name tag okay um at for a sort of an icebreaker activity right and so everyone other people have adjectives like funny or uh esoteric and Great adjective, um, yeah. but then he leaves the party right okay. but he forgets to take off the name tag okay classic blunder and he goes to pops okay because um, he was only from two towns over yeah and he runs into reggie and Who can't read. Of course, Reggie can't read, but he does sort of know his letters. Yeah. Uh, and so he sees that, and he says, oh, is your name Chick? That's cool. And and then someone else hears that, and then it sort of spreads from there, and then they always call Charles Chick. Yeah. And that's yeah. what happened. Is that what happened? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty okay. sure. Cool. Pretty sure that's how he got his nickname. That sounds... I mean, very well could be true. Yeah, who knows? Not me. Not me. I mean, technically, I do know, because that that's, is what happened. That is literally what happened, yeah. Um, do you want to give the episode a rating? Yeah, um, last time we did it out of 10, but I think we should do it out of 7. Sure. I think, um, I mean, it was fine. Yeah. But there weren't as many moments where I was like, I love this so much. I think uh, 3.5 out of 7. Okay. A solid half. Yeah, I'm not going to try to rate it because I don't remember much yeah, about it. Yeah. And it's been a while since I've seen it. Um, and so if, the last one was 7 out of 7. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little bit kind of peeved that we haven't had an episode with any like musical numbers yet no, we might have to rig the like, next really, random really selection excited about that yeah was gay kevin in this one gay kevin was in it did he say uh, anything yes yes um okay. two gay kevin moments oh good first when the serpents first arrive at riverdale high and okay. they're like all sitting in that student lounge they have and they're like introducing each other and uh kevin says and i'm kevin <laughs> and then one of either Sweet Pea or Fangs, Fangs. I think it's Fangs, yeah. says um, Kevin Keller, right? And Kevin's like, uh, yeah. And then Fangs said, oh, I used to hang out with Joaquin. Right. Um, and then the other thing is that, I guess this Kevin isn't this isn't a Kevin line, but when Archie is talking to Veronica about Nick St. Clair, he says, did you, because he's trying to figure out if she told her parents about what happened, which would explain why they uh, uh, caused trouble for yeah, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, did you tell anyone other than Cheryl? Yeah. And Veronica says, I told Kevin, which is funny. That is funny. Um, yeah, I think it's funny that's funny because Kevin's dad is like 
a sheriff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. So what if? Yeah. What if? Kind of a kind of a goofy thing for her to do. I but do. That's I okay. think there's something going on with this whole Nick St. Clair character. Do you? I don't think we have the full story. Okay. Um. All right. And this FBI agent and this and his strange so-called voice. FBI. It's a, they Hello, did a pretty Archie. Good, I'm from the FBI. I think they did a great job casting him. Like he's, I've seen that guy. And I'm like highly he's suspicious. Like that's an FBI agent, but also looks like an FBI agent. Right. Here. When I most recently, when I watched this episode with my friend, because uh-huh. I was forcing one of my friends to do a full Riverdale right, watch through with me, we became convinced that this FBI agent is not a real person, and that Archie's been sort of hallucinating him. Yeah, because I mean, he never. Like, the FBI agent never appears... Like, they always meet in that creepy little... Yeah. Like, the soundproofed yeah. garage. You're so right. He's never interacted with another person. Hmm. So, much to think about. Huh. Yeah. I guess we can spin for the next episode. Sure, yeah. 61. Ooh, a later one. Chapter 61. Let's see. <gasps> Chapter 61, Halloween. Ooh. Ooh, this is exciting. That does sound really exciting. Very exciting. And I have notes written down about this one because I love this one. What season is it? Season four, season which four. is my favorite season. Oh my goodness. Widely believed to be like one of the worst seasons, huh. I think. Which means obviously means it's going to be good. I love everything about it. I don't know why people Great. think that. Exciting. That's going to be a really exciting one. Good. Uh, I don't know when we're going to do that. Probably in a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, probably a couple weeks. Probably put some other things oh, this is in really between. It's a really good one. So um, there's so many. I think there's a lot of quotes in this one oh, that are really, good. you're really going to like. Nice. Well, folks. Awesome. Hope you enjoyed oh episode chapter two of Riverdale Roulette. And we hope you've been enjoying all of our other episodes. We would love it if you followed us on Instagram yeah, and please. Twitter at Talkie Talkie Pod. And uh, shoot us an email about just just about anything you want to tell us. We would love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't we haven't gotten a lot of emails yet. No, uh, but we'd love to get some more. Uh, the email address is talkytalkypod at gmail dot com. Sure. Also, now that we're on Spotify and Apple, please uh, give us a rating. Oh, sure, sure. If Preferably a good if one. If it's a good one, yeah. Uh, and leave a review. That would be really nice. Yeah. Uh, also, please tell your friends to listen. Yeah. Thank you so much thank for you. listening and for enjoying. It makes us happy. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have a guest star soon. Yeah. We're. Let's just say we're in talks. Let's just say potential yeah, guest star. We might have some some uh, opportunities lined up. Yeah. So we're working on it. Stay tuned. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and we'll uh, be back soon with something else. I don't yeah. Know. You'll have to wait to find out i guess yeah fuck off yeah see you none next of your business time. none of your business bye bye, bye. <laughs>